The hour cometh, and now is now now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. That is so true. Let's all stand together. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice in Him and be glad. Look at page 209. 
word of you. I will pray. Sister Pam, you lead us in a word of prayer. Lord, we come to you this morning so grateful for all that you did for us. Yes, God. And the love that you show us. Lord, I just pray for this service today, and I pray, Lord, that there's someone here that uh, doesn't know you, Lord, that they would find you. Yes, yes. And Lord, if there's someone who just needs a refreshing in their life, that they would come to you. We're so grateful for this family that we um, get to serve you with. Yes. We pray, Lord, for our preacher this morning, Lord, that you just give him the words that we need to hear. Thank you for all that you do for us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Pam. You know, as we come out of our Sunday school class, you know, Brother Michael Shams, talking about grace. God's grace. And look at page 344. Grace greater than our sins.
of the Mute. Look at page 507. 507. After we sing this song, uh, Sister Maggie, you come and share the song with us. just thinking about something this morning when we were doing the Sunday school lesson about languages. Um, I'm going to try to make this real brief. Kenneth and I went on a trip uh, a few years ago with our pastor and we wound up in Mexico at Cozumel, Kenneth? Cozumel. And we had rented a car to kind of get away from the crowd and just wanted to go around the island and, and just see the sights. And We really wanted to go horseback riding because we both like the horseback riding. Well, we found a little sign and sure enough, said horseback riding. Well, we go down this road, and I mean, the potholes were about as big as the car we were driving. And it was kind of scary, because we hadn't told anybody where we're going. We just go on this adventure. But we go down there, and we meet this guy, and he's got like a 400-something acre uh, horse ranch. And uh, so he says, well, listen, we've got some things here that you'll never get to see if you're out with the crowd. It's the Mayan ruins. 
And he said, this is where they actually did human sacrifices. And, uh, you know, we'll get this guy and take you on a horse and go. So we started going down this trail. And Kenneth, we were just kind of thinking, how could we share the gospel with this guy that was leading us down this trail? Because he was of a Mayan descendant. And um, while we were going around, you know, Kenneth says, well, so what's going to happen to you when, you when you die? What do you believe happens to you? He said, oh, I don't die. I live forever. You know, they believe in the reincarnation. And, so we were going on around, and he was saying, well, this is where they did the blood sacrifices. And um, I just said, Jesus, how could we minister to him? What can I do? And the Lord just brought back to my mind um, a song that I had learned in Spanish. And it's the only song that I really know in Spanish. And uh, the Lord just said, start singing it. And I just started singing this. Por Via Dolorosa, Cristeria, Jerusalem. Las sentadas le van paso a Jesús, mas la gente se sencaba para ver a que llevaba que cruz. Por la vía de la rosa, quis la vía de la dor, como veja vino Cristo de el Señor. Mas la gente se sencaba para ver a que llevaba que cruz. And it's the story of Jesus going down the Via de la Rosa, down the Via de la Rosa, called the way of suffering, came a lamb. He's talking all about Jesus carrying the cross through the Via Della Rosa. Well, this guy in front of me stops that horse and he turns around and he says, how do you know that? And I just froze. <laughs> and I thought, Lord, you know, I don't know if I have, you know, and I, I said, okay. He says, no, no, keep singing, keep singing. So all the way where these blood sacrifices from demonic activity had taken place, the Lord allowed me to sing praises to him about him going down that Via Della Rosa, carrying that cross for us. And we left that place, and I really just felt in my spirit, God, you planted something in his heart. Sure. And, uh, you know, that blood, the power of the blood, you know, that's why the Satan tries to copy everything that, that the Lord did. He wants blood sacrifices, and that's still going on, unfortunately, today. But the blood of Jesus, the power in the blood of Jesus, he knows. He knew when that blood was coming down that cross that the sin of mankind was going to be washed. He just, he was defeated. He was defeated. And I just want to give God glory today for the defeat of Satan in this world that he is going to come back King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And he is our God. He is our King and our Lord. And I just want to praise him this morning.
song right here. This is the coils. You know, things change every day. We change every day. Time changes. But you know, God never, ever changes. He's the same today. He will be tomorrow and days after that. We're going to share a song yesterday. Listen to what
anybody have a word you'd like to share before Brother Steve comes up and brings a message this morning? It's so good to be in the house of the Brother Wayne, I, I'd like to say, and I, I appreciate Michael asking to sing that song, because yesterday things were different, and sure. today they're different again. Um, I, I know I told you a few months ago that all my tumor was gone. And when I had a, a secondary MRI three months later, it's not back in the same spot, but there's five spots around. It's just on the surface. And um, I'm taking some chemotherapy pills every night and have to take a shot every, every month. Um, and and I, I don't say that to, to say woe is me or any of that kind of thing, because I know God's in charge. And I, I just want to be willing to do His will. But uh, I, I would ask your prayers um, that I, I could live till my mother and dad pass away. Because after Lisa died, I couldn't hardly stand the thought of me dying for what it did to them. And, uh, you know, I'd like to see all my grand, grandbabies married. And, and get to see great grandbabies, but my my desire and and my hope that you you guys will help me pray that I live long enough to see mother and dad buried, and just so they don't have to go through the anguish of losing another child. But I, and uh, I know that uh, yesterday things were different. And tomorrow they'll be different. Yeah. But I'm holding on to the changeless one. Oh, yeah. And I'm kneeling on his breast. Well, I was just sitting here listening to y'all sing. And the songs that we've sung that I couldn't read the verses to, I was listening to you sing, and I was thinking, what a blessing your voice is. Yeah. And the thing that things happen to us and God uses the things that happen for His glory. Always, always. And just knowing that you have a voice like that that you can still use is a miracle. Absolutely. And you and, and you're just praising God every time you open your mouth. And I just want you to know how much your voice means, but the voice to the glory of God is what you have. And I just want you to know that how much I appreciate that. Knowing everything you've been through, knowing all the heartaches that you've had, that the glory of God will come. Sure. Amen. What a question. Thank you. You don't know how much, how much, how right you are. I've come to church on days that I barely could talk, and I helped Wayne and, uh, as as much as I could. But we we would have a request, or, or Chris would want us to sing something, and the Lord has given me strength of voice at that time. 
now, after we got through singing, I couldn't hardly talk again. But the Holy Spirit met my need. And I hope I blessed, blessed somebody along the way. You know, Bo has a heavy heart here. I can feel that. Bo, can you go right over here? And we'll gather around and we'll pray. Yes. As you're coming, I'd like to share uh, something that's on my heart, and that is um, the Bible says that the fervent and effectual prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Never thought that could pertain to me because I couldn't claim to be righteous except through the blood of Jesus and what He did. But what we're doing here today is scriptural. Yes. Because the Bible says that if there be any sick among you, let them call for the elder of the church. And <coughs> I don't know what Brother Bo's future will be. But I do know this. We don't want to miss a blessing of God or a miracle of God for not asking for it. Amen. Amen. Because that pleased the Lord for us to ask. And so let's just pray together. Father, we come to you, Lord, just to thank you for the privilege that we have to lift you up, Lord, and lift Brother Bowen in this prayer. God, we just pray that supernaturally touch his body, Lord. We thank you for the grace that you have given him, Lord. We thank you for the fact that even through this affliction, he's been such a blessing to the church. Lord, he's been such a blessing to him personally. Lord, I lift him up to you. I lift up his mom and dad. I lift up all his family, his brother-in-law, his nephews. I just pray, God, that in this time, Lord, that you would show yourself mighty. And Lord, we do not want to fail to ask, Lord, for you to supernaturally, for your honor and glory, to heal Brother Bud, Brother Bo, with this uh, malady, Lord, that's afflicting his body. And Lord, we know that it's in your hands, and we just pray, God, that your will would be done. And Lord, we're going to be happy, we're going to be satisfied, whatever that will is. Lord, we want to ask you if it could be your will, if it's in your will. To touch him supernaturally, Lord, for your honor and glory. We give you all the honor and glory today. Amen. In Jesus' name, yes. amen. 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 Amen.
thing holds God's unchanging hand. Yeah, sure Chris, can you come back to the
Does anyone have anything for Florida State College? I didn't want to say anything. Hey, we had a beautiful lesson this week. Yes. Hey, Amen. Yesterday and things being different today, and if the Lord carries His coming, things will be different tomorrow. And uh, I, I thought about as Sister Kim uh, talked about the welcoming in of their new grandbaby Jace into this world just a few days ago. And then, Brother Ricky, I thought about your brother that left this walks of life just a few days ago. One came in, and another went out, and there's rejoicing of a new baby coming into the world and the sadness of, of an old friend or relative uh, leaving this world. And uh, no doubt things are, things are different every day. In a, in a, uh, I remember my mom used to say when I, we'd all get together at Thanksgiving or Christmas and everybody would be there, she'd say, boy, I wish I could just put this in a bottle and uh, contain it and just keep it like this. But uh, Mother knew that Things change, things change, and the next time that we all meet, uh, there might be somebody not there that was there before that's gone on. So, uh, but I'm glad, as what Brother Bo pointed out, I'm glad today that we're serving a God that does not change, but He's He's consistent all the way through, and 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 uh, never catching moody or or uh, you know we as human beings and. Brother Michael taught us that we, we, we have a time dealing with this flesh. Our spiritual man and our flesh are in strive against one another. Warfare, as the Apostle Paul called it. Uh, but I'm glad one day that that battle is going to be, that battle's going to be over with. Amen. Amen. And, and, and uh, uh, I won't ever get angry again or mad or upset or disappointed or depressed. But uh, forevermore, will be praising the Lord uh, in His majesty. And I'm uh, so thankful for that today. And it's so good to see each one of you. I'm glad to have this good number here today at, at church. And, and um, so good to have our visitors uh, uh, back with us today. And we have a saying here at Liberty Hill, if you come the second time, you're not a visitor anymore. So we're glad that you've come back 
uh, and we hope that you've gotten a blessing thus far out of this service and uh, don't feel like we'll be very long uh, uh, today but we'd like for you to turn your Bibles if you will to the 58th chapter of uh, the prophet Isaiah Isaiah the 58th chapter and uh, and I would like to uh, read some verses here that uh, where uh, Isaiah is speaking here and uh, I want to talk to us about a satisfaction guarantee. Brother Michael mentioned, if you were not here in Sunday school this morning, uh, Brother Michael made mention that sin is never satisfied. Um, uh, it's never satisfied. It continually strives. Um, uh, I've heard convicts that were some on death row and some serving a life sentence and they would they would talk about how they got into the shape that they did and 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 maybe what uh what moved them to uh do some of the uh the acts that they committed the crimes that they committed and and all of them seemed to come around to the same thing that uh sin is never satisfied no matter what they did it was never enough and, 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 and I thought about uh, drugs and, and, and I've heard drug addicts tell me that they started off with marijuana and marijuana satisfied them for a little while but it was not enough and they went to harder and harder drugs. And sin is the same way today in our lives. Uh, it will continually fester and it has to be fed with more and more and more and, and, and it's never uh, satisfied. So I'd like to read to us here uh, in the 58th chapter of Isaiah, uh, uh, the Lord tells the prophet here to cry aloud. He said, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and shew my people their transgressions in the house of Jacob, their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinances of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice. They take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast, ye shall find pleasure and exact all your labors. Behold, he fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast and an acceptable day of the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of the wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? It is, not to is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to, uh, to thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? 
Then shall thy light break forth as morning, and thine help shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. Then shalt thou call on the Lord. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and the speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in a drought, and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden, and shall spring of water, and, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And I believe I'll stop uh, reading right there. Now, a lot of folks believe that uh, uh, this was written. Uh, uh, some people think that it was uh, the, that the prophet prophesied the, against the hypocrisy of the Jews, especially maybe the, the Pharisees, because they were ones to, uh, that liked to brag uh, about fasting. And they made sure that they reminded God very often that they, uh, that they fasted. And, and, but here we see, I believe that we can look at this and we can see that this is to anybody uh, uh, who might have a hypocrisy in what that they do. A lot of times we uh, feel like that we may be pleasing God in what we're doing, but sometimes in my case, I find out that I'm missing the whole point a lot of times. Uh, uh, in, in going with formalism and trying to do things to uh, please God uh, uh, when there's needs out there in the world uh, that sometimes I turn a blinded eye to. So uh, the writer here uh, reminds them that, uh, uh, that, uh, that there's a satisfaction guarantee that they can have if they will truly fast unto the Lord in a way uh, that God would be uh, pleased with today. And I begin to uh, think about this as we uh, begin to look. Uh, the prophet was commissioned to uh, uh, to go out and to give this, and and the people evidently had had truly fasted. They had gone out and afflicted themselves, and they had uh, fasted, but uh, at the same time uh, uh, they had not lifted the burdens of the servants. They had not lifted the yoke. Uh, of the of the laborers and uh, God began to uh, point this out and these people were kind of upset because they had gone for a while without eating or without drinking and they were upset uh, because that the Lord didn't acknowledge uh, what they had done and uh, and He began to explain to them here uh, all about uh, what they had done and the Bible teaches us that over in the book of Genesis the Bible said. How that Cain brought to the Lord uh, uh, the fruit of the ground. And the Bible said that Abel brought of the first uh, fruits of the flock. And the Bible said uh, that the Lord had respect unto Abel's offering, but unto Cain's he had not respect. And the Bible said that Cain's uh, countenance fell, and he was angry uh, uh, because the Lord uh, uh, didn't have respect uh, uh, to his offering today. Uh, and it was the same way over here in Isaiah's writing. Uh, uh, the people were upset uh, uh, because the Lord uh, was not acknowledging their fasting. Uh, I'm going to tell you and I something today. Uh, uh, you and I uh, can do all the formal things uh, uh, that we think is pleasing unto 
unto God. Until we worship Him in spirit and in truth. Until we get where God is and find out what He really desires out of our life today. I will not get recognition from Him. Only when we do that that's pleasing unto Him today. Amen. 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 Bible teaches us that the Lord, I believe, told Cain over there. Uh, uh, he said, "If thou doest good, uh, you'll get your reward. But if, uh, but if you do not, he said, sin lieth at the door." I'm gonna tell you something today, Amen. I, I used to think a lot of times uh, uh, by a long prayer uh, and by just. Uh, shouting out loud and praying uh, to the Lord uh, uh, that I was gaining uh, something with God. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something today. Uh, a true fast uh, is to do what God uh, would have us to do. Uh, I believe today, Maryland, uh, that true fasting uh, is going out uh, and taking of our time uh, and giving it to others today. Uh, helping those uh, that are in need. Uh, he was telling them here, uh, how to release the yoke of the burden of those that are burdened down. How that's what God is pleased with today. God help us today. How that we're not getting that formalism. I tell you what, I appreciate today. And there's nothing wrong with praying. But I appreciate Liberty Hill Church. When we have revival, a lot of times we get it in our mind how that we've got to say aside 15 minutes before the service starts where the men can go here and the ladies can go here and pray for the revival. But I'm going to tell you something. A wise deacon told me one time, if we're not prayed up when we get here for revival, we ain't going to get prayed up 15 minutes. Just an act of formalism of the day. But I'd rather be pleasing unto God, seeking out what he would have me to do. A true sacrifice to God today is doing for others, putting others above ourselves today. And if we'll do that, we'll have satisfaction guaranteed today. Amen. 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 A lot of, a lot of, uh, of uh, people try to sell us stuff today. And one of their uh, big... Uh, uh, big sayings is satisfaction guaranteed. I love them commercials where it says, if you're not satisfied with this product, you send it back. We'll send you money back to you. I've often wondered, I've never ordered one, but I've often wondered if you really wasn't satisfied, would you really get your money back or would you be out some postage or something on it? But I'm going to tell you something today. The only way you and I will have True satisfaction guaranteed is by doing what God would have us to do today. Amen. Amen. Boy, I love him today. I really do. And I appreciate. I tell you, uh, you know what I'm the most satisfied is when I know that I'm walking hand in hand with God. Amen. I may go out. And I may preach and I may make a blunder of it and I may mess up words and I may be stuttering and spitting and get confused. But I tell you this, if I've done it the way God wants me to do it and I've made, took that step of faith, amen, and I know that he's pleased with it, boy, I'm satisfied today, amen. 
Amen. The old preacher told me uh, one time, uh, he said, hey, don't you get discouraged. Uh, amen. When the lost don't come and get saved, don't you get discouraged. Uh, amen. When backsliders don't come and repent, uh, you just deliver the mail. Uh, and if you'll do that, uh, God's pleased with you. And you can be satisfied that you've done what God has had you to do amen. today. Amen. Praise the Lord today. I'm glad today that Isaiah gave us a recipe of satisfaction guaranteed today. Amen. If we'll do that, that God would have us to do. Over in 1 Samuel, we read and we remember where uh, the Lord uh, sent Saul out to utterly, utterly destroy the Amalekites. Amen. And uh, when he said utterly destroy them, he meant utterly destroy them. And that meant, and see, I know this may sound kind of hard, but you just take it up with God. He said, uh, go in there and destroy them all. Uh, their children, amen. Their old folks, their cattle, everything that they got, amen, destroy them. And the Bible said, how did Samuel went out there? And the people began to covet the spoil that was left behind after they went in there. And Samuel was right in there with them, even though he tried to put the blame on the people, amen. He was right in there with them, amen. And the Bible said that he took the king of Amalek, King Agag, I believe was his name, and uh, uh, he brought him back as a prisoner, amen. Brought all his sheep and livestock uh, from over there. Amen. And Samuel said, what is this bleeding of the sheep that I hear in my ear? Amen. Were you not commanded in order to go and destroy everything? Amen. And he went on to tell him that to obey is better than sacrifice. Saul tried to use the excuse, well, we brought all these livestock back and we're going to sacrifice them to the Lord. Amen. Saul was going to be just like these people over here that Isaiah was talking to. They were going to be wondering why the Lord didn't accept their sacrifice, why the Lord didn't accept their fasting today. I want to tell you uh, today, unless we find out where God wants us to be, amen. And boy, this is a gruesome part of this text, but the Bible said that I just see old King Agag over there. They probably got him in a little cage over there. They're supposed to kill him when they went in there. And the Bible said uh, that Samuel went over there and took and just, just cut him all to pieces. Somebody said, oh, that don't sound very Christian-like. He was doing what God ordered him to do. Amen. Amen. I'm afraid a lot of times that we'll just halfway, we'll just halfway mind the Lord. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, if you want full satisfaction down inside, I'm not talking about being content with everything that's going on. That's not what I'm talking about today. But I'm talking about being satisfied down in your heart. There's a lot of folks today that come to the church every Sunday. Amen. A lot of folks will pay their tithes. A lot of folks will do this and they'll do that. But deep down inside, they don't have that peace and satisfaction that only God can give. Why don't you ask God what it is that He's really required? out of us today. I think today uh, a lot of folks feel like the blood of bulls and goats uh, should be satisfactory to the Lord. I'm going to tell you something today. The only blood that made atonement for your and I sins today was the blood of Jesus Christ that He gave on Calvary's cross. The unspotted, unblemished, perfect sacrifice 
of today that was given. But I guarantee you today, if you and I will follow what God would have us to do, amen, and get out of formalism, amen. I've, I've tried to learn, and, and, uh, and I was taught, uh, I was taught at a young age by a lot of folks the formalities that need to be done and this and that. And I realize today there's an order in the way things need to be done. I'm glad we've got an order in conference the way things business is to be held today. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, when it comes to serving the Lord, we just have to open up our heart. and open. A lot of, a lot of folks are afraid to open up their mind and heart. But if we'll do that and let God speak to us, today and find out what he would have us to do, he'll be pleased with us. And Isaiah said we'll be satisfied. I'm fixing to close. The Bible said that, that two men went up to the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. And, 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 and we, we, we know this backwards and forwards. But the Bible said that the Pharisee began to pray and he reminded God how often that he fasted. I believe he fasted twice in the week. Amen. And he gives tithes of all that he possesses. Amen. And, and somehow or another, uh, the, the, the publican came up there and smote upon his chest and wouldn't so much as uh, lift his eyes up toward heaven, but said, God, be merciful. Lord, be merciful to me, I said. Amen. And the Bible said, that this man went away justified rather than the other. And I believe that we could take that word justified and we could say satisfied. I believe that that publican went away satisfied today. I appreciate old time missionary Baptist where we'll just I will just uh, follow the leadership of the Lord. Every time I every time I pray, Brother Greg, I pray that we come over here to the church that I've not had anything all planned out, but God, help me, Lord, just to be obedient to you. Help me to fast in such a way, God, that you'd be pleased with it today. Help us, God, just to open up our heart and open up our mind and let you speak to us. I had no idea uh, this morning exactly how, how the service would go. I didn't have no idea that Brother Bo uh, would tell us that news that uh, he had, but I tell you what, I could feel the Spirit of the Lord falling upon the service today, and when we came up here and we prayed and we asked God to take hope control in this matter, amen, and we had that satisfaction of knowing, amen, that whatever, whatever happens, God's got this thing. He's got it under control today. Amen. I want to encourage you today. If maybe, maybe in your life, if you're going through some acts of formalism to the Lord, boy, there's been times that I've prayed where I just prayed because I was sleepy and fixing to go to sleep, and I thought I'd better throw up one more <laughs> prayer for I go to sleep. You ever done that? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just, uh, I'd be sitting there with one eye open and say, Lord, forgive me if I see anything. I tell you what, if I'll put forth a little bit of effort <laughs> and really get sincere with God. But that's how I found out that when a problem gets bad enough in my life, I'll get sincere with God. I will. I will. When things are going pretty good, and, and I hate that it's this way, but I'm just flesh. Uh, when things are going pretty good, a lot of times I'll just, I'll just take it that things are going pretty good. But when things start going south, and 
I get and I get real with God. Amen. And I'll begin to fast in the way that he's pleasing me. Amen. I don't believe he would be interested in me not eating or not drinking for a period of time. He knows that my blood sugar would drop. He's not interested in that. He's interested in our love that we show for one another today. He is. And I appreciate the church today. I appreciate you being missionaries. We have that in our name. And I appreciate you being missionaries today. And that means going out in the community, finding out where there's needs. Amen. This is what Isaiah told these people. He said, it's not easy withdrawing from food and drink and afflicting your soul. It's from relieving some burdens for these others today. And that's what God wants you and I to do today. Everybody in the world is trying to find satisfaction, ain't they, Brother yeah. God? Amen. They're looking for satisfaction under every rock, around every crevice today. And as Brother Michael taught us, it'll never come to satisfaction. We, we sing a, an old song, I'll be satisfied. And I believe that there's a verse in the song, uh, when I'm in the presence of the Lord, I'll be satisfied. But I'm going to tell you something today. I can be satisfied on this side of Jordan. Amen. If I find where God wants me to be. Brother Ricky, the Lord has the Lord has mercy and grace for each and every one of us. And I know it's tough losing you, brother. I've never lost a sibling. So I don't know what that's like. But I'll tell you today, we can be satisfied knowing that God's got all of this under control. Today. Get us a song. Amen. Everybody will stay. Amen. A satisfaction. 337. By the Lord. Amen. 337 in the celebration. Let's all stand together.